This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald. Thank you for listening to this PowerCat podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode of the PowerCat podcast by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast network. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a subscriber to GoPowerCat.com. We cover the Wildcats like no one else with our VIP customers enjoying one-of-a-kind coverage from our team of professional journalists. And sign up today for an annual subscription to GPC and grab a 30% discount on your first year. And now here's the PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime. It's your Friday, fun day, getaway, have a little fun, already said fun podcast. Can I give a shout out to me on the treadmill right now listening to this? No. I just did. Hey, Riley, go faster, you lazy wart. Nope, this is my cool down. Hey, Riley, cool down better, you bum. We're sponsored by The Fridge. We're in the WTC Gig Powered Studios. I'm Tim Fitzgerald, and I'm with Riley Gates and Zach Carlson, your normal podcast crew, at least for this podcast. And this is your Friday Power Cap Podcast, The Overtime. It used to be part of the other podcast. Now it's this podcast, as we have a podcast every day. But you know that because we're in an abusive relationship. I give you so many podcasts that you are begging me to stop. That is not appropriate! That probably sounded worse than a minute. Yep. <laughs> I do this by accident. I apologize. <laughs> it's sad because it's, it does just happen. <laughs> it really didn't. Zach's giving me a dirty look. Zach, when you have children, you're going to give the best. I am so disappointed in you look because you give yeah. it to me. I'm used to it. In fact, yeah. I had to go back into the uh, the regular podcast, the questions podcast, and cut some stuff out because Zach was disappointed in me. You've been a bad boy. He doesn't have to. We, we've been friends long enough. He doesn't have to say a word. I get it. I understand where we're at. It's we're like we're married. <laughs> <laughs> it's the overtime. <laughs> oh, poor you. You're not getting any. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> now it's definitely the overtime. We hope you've had a great week of work. I hope you've enjoyed a bunch of podcasts from us. And, of course, the conclusion of Season 1.1 of the Power Chat, if you're a VIP subscriber. Or if you're not, that Tuesday Sources podcast was one of the Power Chats, the Chris Kleiman one. So we're getting you ready for kickoff, which is tomorrow, 6 p.m., Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Anything else? 
It's going to be awesome weather, unless they've changed the weather since we, we recorded this, then it'll be bad weather. It'll be the weather that the weather is when the weather happens. You sound like a weatherman. <laughs> it's exactly how they should do the weather. If you look outside right now, it's the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and when weather happens later, you'll know the weather. <laughs> Back to you, news desk. Right now, it's 82 degrees in our fair city, and compare that to 48 degrees in the upper northwest and 38 degrees in the Middle East. I'd be a great weather. Just a blank stare coming from the news desk. <laughs> Guys, we were going to throw this open to Twitter, and we didn't do it. Oh, crap, I forgot. I did, too. I did, too. It... My apologies. We'll try to remember next week. Okay, so... We had good questions, though. That's good. Because people are actually listening to the overtime now. It's a very strange thing. We give it its own thing, give it its own platform, and then, boom, people are starting to listen to it. Bang! So uh, this is too much information, but I now have to uh, organize all my pills into, like, pill cases. So I've got an AMPM pill case, right? Oh, you're officially old. I know. Well, I take uh, 10 pills in the morning and then uh, another five at night. When exactly are you dead? Okay. Yeah, you know, my health sucks. I feel like I went through that pill case last week or this week so fast. It's un it. It's like I just refilled this thing. I just every Sunday I refill it. I'm like, what happened here? <laughs> the time is flying. Football is here. Football. Saturday, man, you're going to wake up on Saturday, even if you're coming to the game, and you're going to have football on your TV. Not Miami and Florida. Like, teams that don't cheat will be on your TV. Yeah. I hope we don't have any Florida listeners. <laughs> Here's your questions as we start into the overtime. From Ema Wildcat 82 with Puka serving his one-game slap on the wrist, what are the odds we will have a jubilant tailgate Saturday p.m. after the Mad Hatter is handed his first loss in Lawrence? I don't think Indiana State's very good. No, they are, actually. They're top 25. Are they? According to our colleague Scott Chasen at Fog.net, the 24-7 site, the game is basically a pick -em, which I find hard to believe. Because Indiana State's never been good, but apparently they're okay. They're still named the Sycamores, which is hard, you know, hard to sell that you're a good football program when you're named after a damn tree. On a serious note with KU, I'm not ready to make a judgment <laughs> on it yet because I don't know who they're playing a quarterback because Les Miles seems to think he can determine a starting quarterback after the game. That's what he told us on Monday. So I don't know who they're playing yet, and therefore it's really tough for me to make a decision. Well, he probably knows... They, the coaches probably know who they want to start. Les just doesn't know their names. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> he doesn't know his players' names. The person that asked him about a starting quarterback on the teleconference felt so uncomfortable when he said, I think I'll know who I'm starting after the game's over. The answer is yes, there's a chance. And I want to hear the chant of Sycamore, Sycamore, Sycamore across the land if it happens. Okay, there we go. From I Like Pickles Cat, what are your thoughts on Andrew Luck and the Colts fan reaction to his retirement? Colts fans suck. That was awful. To hell with you. It was awful. Boo! 
You suck. Boo. 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 Oh, man, that's rubbish. Rubbish. Hey, I like watching football, and you should put my interests above yours. I know it's your body and your head and every other part, but... Your life. It's it's my call as to as to who gets to play and who gets to retire. I'm most Piss worried. Off. The fans were awful, but I'm really worried. When OJ says he's upset because he just drafted him in his fantasy draft, Andrew Luck could die. What did he say? Hmm. Who's playing fantasy football with OJ Simpson? Uh, that's what I thought. He was, like, sending in this snap or whatever it was. I don't know. Instagram, probably. From some big table, drinking wine with with what appeared to be somewhat normal guys. If you were in a fantasy football league and holding a draft with OJ, would you brag about it? Would you tell anyone? Nope. So anyhow, I'm with this guy that got away with murder. You might have heard of him. His name's OJ. Now, look, when I heard that Andrew Luck was retiring, I was kind of blown away by it, obviously. Um yeah, initially I was thinking a lot of the thoughts that people have said, you know, like, really? You're just you just don't want to fight back from it. But then you listen to the guy talk. It's clearly affected him. He clearly is not happy doing what he's doing anymore. And this is a and he's been probably battling this for a while. It goes past football. This clearly made his life not happy anymore. He was not in a good mental state with life in general. So do your thing, Andrew Luck. Go right off into the sunset. I'm happy for you, and I hope you find whatever you need. If you're in pain, whether it's from football or anything else, and you can change that without opioids. 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 You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Opioids. Why did I get opioids? I think you think you're a Midwestern. Opioids. <laughs> uh, more power to you. He's just going to get away from it. I'm. I'm happy for the guy. I, I am. I'm just happy he had the guts to you know, it's like, do it. It's like uh, a coach that goes somewhere and stays, even though the money's less, because that's where they're happy. Do you, man. Just live your life on your own terms. And if if things change and you no longer want to be a star quarterback, I won't boo you for that. For example, if I change and decide I want to give up pizza, you better not boo me. I'll boo you for that. Okay. I like the conspiracy that he's retiring so he can go play for his dad, who is the commissioner of the XFL. <laughs> I saw that. Not the craziest conspiracy theory ever, but also at the same time incredibly crazy because he's not giving up. That is a legal mess. He's not giving up tens of millions of dollars to go play in the XFL. He's just not. And the, the new league mascots suck. Los Angeles Wildcats. Wow, you really put a lot of thought in that one. <laughs> they got roasted for that. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From KSU, number one, 
Popeyes, Wendy's, Raisin Cane's, Sonic, KFC, or Chick-fil-A, who has the best chicken sandwich? We don't know. Well, we're not going to do a taste test here. Would love to. We don't know. We're not allowed to have Popeye's chicken sandwiches in Manhattan, Kansas. Nobody at anywhere is allowed to have Popeye's chicken sandwiches because they have announced today that they are sold out. They have no more chicken sandwiches left. How is that possible? I don't get it. Make more chickens. Did they not properly test this before they released it? I think they probably tested it. But no, but there's more problems with this. We don't have it in Manhattan, and apparently other Midwestern places don't have it, because they didn't receive the bun machine. First of all, I'm impressed they have a bun machine. I thought you had to go That's to Genesis to work here. the bun machine. That's why we didn't get it here? Yeah. They don't have a bun machine. Whatever that means. Why wouldn't you have a bun machine for every franchise if you're rolling out chicken sandwiches? So that alone tells me their story about we had so many for through September is yeah. BS. You you didn't even have enough for you weren't even supplying some of your restaurants. I'm it's, bitter. It's obviously tough to make a call without trying them all. I know. Um and as I've stated on Twitter, I love all chicken sandwiches, so frankly, it's not that big of a deal to me. That said, Chick-fil-A didn't invent the chicken. They just invented the chicken sandwich, and it's tough to beat the original. Okay, let me give you my takes. Read the list again. Popeyes, Wendy's, Raising Cane's, Sonic, KFC, Chick-fil-A. I am never having a chicken sandwich at Sonic. <laughs> Raising Cane's is not a chicken sandwich. It's a chicken strips sandwich. That does not count. It's chicken strips on a bun. That does not count. That is, you learned how to make a chicken sandwich at the fraternity house. <laughs> right? I, that's yeah. not a chicken sandwich. I haven't had um, Popeye's, as we established, because they hate us. Wendy's actually has good chicken sandwiches. They do. They do. They, they do a really good job do. of that. Especially the spicy. You know, if you if you uh, want to try to lose a little weight but not really put much effort into it, get the Wendy's chicken sandwich with some chili. I. That sounds pretty filling. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. It's very filling, but it's far less calories than your big old burger and fries. No way. Is it? <laughs> There's no way. A bowl of chili and a chicken sandwich that was fried. No, I wouldn't get fried. I get grilled oh, okay. sandwiches. Uh, okay. you got to specify. I get no, grilled, grilled at, at Wendy's. Yeah. Okay. Everything else is fried here. So now, I will say this. Wendy's has a better grilled sandwich than Chick-fil-A. Disagree. I don't think so, homie. But that fried Chick-fil-A sandwich the, the deluxe with cheese is, oh, it's so good. You didn't say KFC, would you? Uh, I, do they do a chicken sandwich or do they do the... the they do the little mini ones, just, I think. Just I go know. ahead and stick to the famous bowl. Yeah. <laughs> we well, got see, the Cheetos one yeah, a few weeks ago. Here's the thing is some of these aren't... I mean, I don't go to a bone-in chicken place to get a sandwich. And maybe that's where the people at Popeye's were a little confused. They didn't expect... When you can go in and get, like, an eight-piece meal, which is what it is to me, uh, that people go, no, I don't want the bone. I want the chicken sandwich. The world has changed. Again, millennials. It's millennials, man. I'm y'all substitute teacher, Mr. Garvey. I taught school for 20 years in the inner city, so don't even think about messing with me. Y'all feel me? I don't want to have the bone. I don't want to touch it. Let's do you think Popeyes out. would give you a bun if you had? Because clearly they probably have buns in there. Uh, do you think they give you a bun and you could buy the tenders, put the tenders on? Because it's probably about the same thing. I don't know how it works. I don't know how they supply. If they ran out of chicken sandwiches, which means the chicken, you probably 
would appropriately I've run uh, out of buns. Run out of buns. Three great workouts for your buns. So yeah. I don't so care enough to go find out. I don't understand. Were they coaching chickens specifically for this task? Son, when you grow up, you're going to be a sandwich, not a bone-in chicken. Oh, really? Well, they, they don't grow up. They they act some pretty damn quick. They uh they don't get full sized. What? I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, that's a thing. Why would you do that to them? Because they're delicious. <laughs> oh yeah. Never mind. How could you eat one of those things? Are so, you asking for recipes? We we don't know. But I'll take Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I don't care. I'm taking Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I would like to have an opportunity to try Popeye's. But apparently because we're in the middle of the U.S., we don't count as much to them. I'm ignoring you. From GT Cat, the Chris Kleiman era could usher in a new ice cream option to the press box freezer. What is it? It's a great question. Holy crap. Who was this from? GT Cat. Grant, this is a deep Deep question, and I appreciate you asking. When Riley read this to me earlier, I thought it was like an actual, like, there was a source behind it. But it's just GT <laughs> This isn't. Um, I I have the answer that blows away all I, Do you guys ever, you guys have the, does Swans Man, Schwan's Man, does he come to Manhattan ever? Yeah. Okay. Every I didn't, I've never seen the Schwan's Man. We always had Schwan's Man. I'll be back. Like, where are you going? Keep talking. Okay. Is he going to get ice cream right now? I don't I think know. He is. I think he is. Um, no, but when we, uh, like, we always had Schwan's Man come by when we were growing up, and we'd get, like, different food things or whatever, but the one thing we always got was the the drumsticks, right? Yeah. I've eaten, yeah, I've eaten many of those. Has to be that. Schwann's. Has to be that, right? But don't they have drumsticks? Like a Nestle drumstick they've had Do they? before. Maybe not recently, but I feel like there's been one up there. They just kind of pick and choose what they stock it with. Hmm. It, it, if like if they've had it, if they have it, then I've just not seen it. Because sometimes they'll have Oreo Klondikes. Sometimes they'll this have... man just got ice cream in the middle of the podcast. It's a Magnum bar. What in the hell? Yep. We're eating it. He's eating it. He's gonna eat it on the podcast. A Magnum, caramel, chocolate. What is going on with it? <laughs> oh my god, that looks so bad. <laughs> It's a little over frozen. Freezer burn? No. No? I'm sh- What is that? It looks like oh, sweet potato. Oh, you're no. spilling. No. We have one rule in this podcast studio. No food. And you broke it. One rule. Mm. I'd probably say the drumsticks if if those aren't a thing, I'd say the drumsticks. They have them. Okay. See, I'm, I, yeah. I guess I missed it. Um, Excuse me. Still spilling. Good lord! So oh, this I I know they could never do this, but I'm just gonna say it for fun. You know, you ever go to Dairy Queen and get those little like small? They had them in the freezer. They didn't. It wasn't like something you order. They had them in the freezer. It was like a little uh, a dilly bar. No, 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 no. Oh, but dilly bars would be dope. Ku has dilly bars. That's why you don't have them. Yeah. It was like little cups, and it was. I want to say it was like a mini ice cream cake, essentially. This is very good. That's that's kind of what it was. It had all the ingredients of an ice cream cake yeah. in a cup. Those would be neat. I know they can't do that, but it'd be neat. I just want some bluebell, like a bluebell self serve cup. That's fair. Of that's vanilla fair. ice cream. Not a bad idea. Dilly bars, though. That's that'll be my answer. The Magnum double chocolate with caramel and ice cream, so good. I didn't think this through. Now I got to finish this. 
You idiot. Let's go to the next question. What's wrong with you? From Flying Wedgie, who is the best punt returner we have ever had? David Allen, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Banks. There are a lot to choose from. There are a lot to choose from. I'm going to answer right now. (laughs) This is truly like, it's like having the chip sound, but authentic. Uh, Is Flying Wedgie actually Mike Eckler asking his questions from KU? Is that a reference there? Be a bombshell. If because he used true. to. He was famous for breaking up the wedge. Oh, well, I, I was thinking legit um, wedges. David Allen has to be right. Period. End of story. I mean, I know. Go so. back and watch highlights. I mean, a lot of guys have returned punts. David Allen just surfed through coverages. Just I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna read my blocks. It wasn't just about. Catching the ball and running real fast, which works really well. He would do that, but he would just find his way through things. It was so impressive to watch. Allen eludes the first Longhorn. Gets upfield to the 30. Allen to the 40. Has some room to midfield. Allen to the 40. Allen down the sideline to the 30. Allen to the 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Oh, he did it again. Second straight week for David Allen. And for the second straight year, he brings one back against the University of Texas. Cats could use a big punt return by Allen. Kicks it away to Allen, who's going to catch it inside the 10 at about the 7. Allen gets upfield to the right side of the 10, the 15 to the 20. Bricks free. Allen to the 30. Scott to the outside. Cuts back again to the 40 to the midfield. To 50. To the 30. To the 20. To the 15. 10. 5. Oh, baby. Touchdown. Kansas State. David Allen rockets up 93 yards. Allen drifting back. will pull it in at the 8. Allen up to the... 10-yard line, gets by a couple of defenders, still on his feet to the 15, to the 20. Allen finally still on his feet, stumbling four to the 30, to the 40, to midfield, 45, 40, 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Oh, my goodness, what a run by David Allen. Uh, next question is from Chris66204. Let's get weird. Oh, Using God, public bathrooms for number two, yes or no? No. Go ahead. I don't think it's as bad as people say sometimes um but certain ones are and it's tough to like really point out oh well, they got a bad one like i've gone into a mcdonald's bat like sometimes you got to go where you got to go you know and uh, coming back from like Hayes or something I'll, I'll go through russell or something like that and be like man i gotta go to the bathroom you go to mcdonald's you would think hey that's that's really gross but that's fine I've never gotten sick after going into a public bathroom and using it. So, like, okay. what are your what are your argument? I mean, when I was in high school, I never did. I was like, no, no. I'm not going to use a school bathroom. And then you never went in at school, never. No. Oh, that's impressive, Zach. Dude, you, like no. at school, you you have a good poop schedule. What are they saying? At that point, either in the morning or after, and if it's like three thirty or whatever or four, and that's when it happens, it happens. That's never impressive that you never made it through at school. school. I did it in school all the time. Well, as someone who at a younger age suffered from irritable bowel syndrome, you don't always get a pick. But I've always thought that uh, going number two is a lot like scheduling football games. What did he say? I'm kind of Bill Snyder. I'd rather play at home, but I will do it on a neutral field. Yeah. Some people are like Gary Patterson. He will do it anywhere, man. You want to schedule him? He he will go. He will do it in an airport. He will play uh, at school. He will do it anywhere, anytime. I'm not one of those people. You know, hey, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to go over here in Tanner's and poop. 
No. See, my only rule with it is, like, don't do it where other like, at a place like Tanner's. If people are going in like they've had beers and you know, they're taking they're taking a leak or something like that, don't stink up the bathroom like that. But if it's a gas station or something. Hotel lobby. Yeah, if you are sharing a hotel room. But use the hotel lobby because yeah. don't stink up your own room. Okay, hotel lobby I put under neutral territory. Hotels are neutral. Absolutely. But if you're sharing a room with someone. I.e. Yeah. when Zach and I go on yeah. the road, don't do it. We always use the hotel lobby. Always go downstairs. I mean, nope. It's because you get your own room. From Exhausted Nihilist, how early do you guys get up on game days? Uh, this question's going to change. Uh, well, Depends sometimes. on the start time of the game. When I was younger, I'd go out on Fridays, and so it was always really late. Not good. My life's changed a lot since I stopped doing Power Kick game day. Back in the day... If you had an 11 a.m. kick, you were at the stadium, was at the stadium at 6.59 because the show started at 7. But you're up at 5.36. That does not happen for me anymore. Although, now with cancer, I become an early Now riser. you're just up at 5 a.m. and yeah. doing nothing. Now I just wake up at weird times. Well, I'm not doing anything. i got to get up to pee 17 times. I try to actually, for an afternoon-evening game now, I try to sleep in. I really do because I have a limited amount of energy to run out. My tank runs out. I love morning games now because I just wake up when I you know normally wake up at seven thirty or whatever. Get ready, go to the game. But I'll say this on Saturday, I usually don't show up real early. I'd show up early enough to do my network uh, hit on the radio, but I'm I'm not doing that anymore. They have so much information from coaches and players. They don't need people like me and and Robert. I get I get kicked off with Robert. Oh. We're like equals. Wow. Which is okay. But I think I'll actually show up really early Saturday so I can just witness everything. I hear the music. Yeah. Everything's going to be a little bit different, and I'm really curious about this. That's fair. I'm really, really curious. I just always like to get there so I can – I always stop by my parents' tailgate and stuff, so plan accordingly. Don't you have any respect for yourself? This is absolutely gross. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. It's an also are, college game day. What are they having on Saturday? Taco bar. Like they're serving, they're serving tacos drinks. That's weird. So like if you're a ta- if you bring your pet taco to the game, they'll give it a whiskey. For the love of everything sacred and holy, would you please shut your yappa? Weird. If it's a night game, I'll always try staying up super late the night before and sleep in until, like, 1 or 2. Zach's kind of weird with that. But, like, that's because be. that's because I'm up the latest doing work. Like, mm-hmm. the, the first game, I was actually in the admin a couple days ago looking to see how many videos I had had, you know, back then, back a year ago. And I posted the highlights at 7.24 in the morning. Wow. I was here all night. First game. This was first gorgeous. game, just getting back into the... Into the swing of things. So, you know, if it's a night game, I'm going home. If it's a home night game, I'm going home at 4 or 5 in the morning after, you know, if it's midseason, after all my work or whatever. Now we have WTC, so everything uploads quicker. <laughs> but 
Um, Hashtag ad. It really does. <laughs> so it saves us some time there. But, you know, even like when we went to Texas two years ago, I stayed up till three or four in the morning, took a Benadryl, slept till two, and then just powered through until we went to the airport and, and at six in the morning. I just, uh, I also like to catch college game day. So I like to be up by eight. I couldn't tell you the last time I actually sat and watched yeah. an entire college I watched game some day. Of it. I bet I don't watch all two hours. I get bored with it. I just. But if it's like an 11 a.m. home game, seven, probably. Yeah. 2.30. I'm, game, show- I'm probably I'm waking up at seven. nine. What's that? I'm showering by seven. I now shower at night, which I never have done in my life. I do both. Now. Night showers are the best. Night showers and morning showers. Well, I have hot flashes, like, <laughs> all the time. I'm having one right now. So it's nice to shower at night and, and take cold showers. Too much information. Onward. From Wagcat, if you were the band director, would you keep playing the Wildcat March or nix it? Absolutely. I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's catchy. It's John Philip Sousa by God, and he only wrote that variation of that song 7,000 times, and one of them is the Wildcat March. I think you could move it up earlier in the process because I agree with a lot of those posts this week that kind of kills the vibe sometimes. can kill the vibe for me. I'm marching. I'm marching around. Getting into it. Keep man. it. Don't you can't get rid of it. It's can't cool. get rid of it. Got it's kinda unique. It's kinda like the Wabash, you know? If it's your famous wrote you a march. Yeah. You play it. Oh, it's like in fifty years. Uh, oh, Jay Z wrote a song for the K State marching band. Should we get rid of it? It's kind of boring. No, Jay Z wrote it. John Philip Souza was the Jay Z of his day. He probably had a hot wife. I get that some people. What's my mic keep falling? I get that some tight. people don't like it, but for music people, which you are, if you're in the band, you appreciate the context of it. It's not going anywhere. I didn't know people didn't like it. Oh yeah, people hate it. Yeah. What? They think it's lame. It doesn't. They think it's you know, it's not a fight song. It's not a wabash. Why play it? They don't understand that marches were a genre of music yeah. back in the day. Also, if you take that away, it's like you're you're beginning to start the process of why have a marching band? You know, you're gonna start taking things away. Huh? Yeah, what song would you play instead? You got to play something else now. Well, I think people want all like greatest showman music, which actually isn't bad. Uh, from I Like Pickles Cat, and I answered this question when he asked it in the thread, is Joker and the Thief worth keeping for kickoff? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely. It's a great one. I love the riff they play. It's just the same riff over and over. It's just no, for, you're, you guys are you are not entirely wrong. You're slightly wrong on the fact that they do not loop it at as fo- much as they loop Battle for Honor and Humanity at, at basketball. At football games, they usually play the full Joker and the Thief song. At basketball games, it is looped over yeah, and over no, and I over. Know that. I know same that. As, same as the Kill Bill song. I like it. it. Here's why I like Basketball. it and why I want to keep it. Because it's not just a pump-up song. When they're playing it, the students have a chant. You know, they've started to do the hey, 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 let's go state. Oh, that's awesome. 
See, and you I'm can, not aware of that because you really can't hear much in the press box. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, I'm not, I can't do it. If we had, if I could hear the 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 music in my head right now, but they they do chant that with it, and then when KU comes to town, it's hey 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 hey, you know what? But it's kind of cool. It's neat. It gets them pumped up. I don't know if that there's there's probably other options you could do out there, but there's not like one that stands out to me and goes, oh, that one should be the one that they do. I think on Saturday they should start playing the power towel video. Don't forget your power towel. Bring it to every game. Don't forget your power towel. Bring it to every game. Don't forget your power towel. And then have, like, Chris Kleiman rip through the screen and go, Hell no! Oh, no. I wanted Marcus. I would pay money for that. (laughs) And then a video of Marcus. Don't forget your power towel. No, like, no, Marcus, like, throwing his towel on the ground and walking off in a huff. All that Kleiman does is he rips his video and says, don't worry, I'm not going to do something this stupid. <laughs> Let's not forget, Jordy was in that video, too. <laughs> Bring it to every game. If Jordy leads the team on the field Saturday, he needs to be waving a power towel as he does it. <laughs> be just epic. Oh. Yelling, every game! <laughs> from gt cat you get to design the 2019 version of the turnover chain for the k-state sideline uh, what is it only rule that cannot involve a waterburger menu item <laughs> what? all right stop stereotyping us it's a good question but it would be the uh the patty melt <laughs> i'd wear a patty melt around my neck i think the turnover chain has to be the lynch mob right the hand, the hand signal for lynch mob. I don't think that'll come back. First of all, it's confusing. It shouldn't be that confusing. It's, there's more to it than that. Uh, second of all, the word lynch is completely banished. So you know the what? Crossed over L's. Or People not. gotta chill. Well, yeah. I get it, but it's cool. <laughs> I mean, you can explain this till you're blue in the face that it was. The old West lynch mob taking the law into your own hands. But for a significant amount of America, a lynch mob means something. I'm not saying it has to say lynch mob. I'm just saying you know it. They still play the videos on hype videos. So clearly the hand signal is not that bad. Just throw it on a chain. It'll probably be a sledgehammer. Yeah, Pickaxe. Pickaxe. Let me explain this. The new thing that says uh, pound the stone in the media room in the... The Steel and Pipe Team Theater. Why can I ever remember that? Because it's a horrible name. Yeah, say Supply. Ah, Steel and Pipe Supply. They have crossed pickaxes. It looks like UTEP. It was done poorly by someone, so they're going to have to redo it. It's a sickle away from being communist. (laughs) You're right. It's disturbing. Uh, Last question of overtime. From Prairie Cat, if you toured the tailgates like Robert, what would be the one food item you wouldn't pass up? I would leave with a sampling of chicken wings. Do people do chicken wings at their yeah, tailgates? Yeah, I've been offered chicken wings many a time, but I don't like to eat chicken wings standing in the tailgate because then I got chicken wing on me. Yeah, yeah. But see, Robert and how... He doesn't have food poisoning 95% of his life. I don't know. He will take a bunch of uh, baggies. In fact, if you really, if you're expecting Robert at your tailgate, just pre-make him baggies. 
so that he doesn't have to stop and spend so much time. He explained this one year. If you could have his food ready, that'd be great. If you could take your food that you paid for with your money, with right. your hard-earned job, right, the food that you cooked with your hard, your, your you know, with your hands, put it in a bag that you had to purchase, right, and just give it away. That, that'd it. be really great for him. Pre-prepare the baggie, but still let it be warm, so that he can maintain a proper heat when he puts it inside of his jacket and keeps it there the rest of the day. How he gets it into the stadium, I'm not sure, but this happens. He, If you shot Robert on game day, he would not be hit by the bullet. It would be stopped by a delicious selection of meats. Oh, and if his water could be room temperature, that'd be great, too. He does enjoy a delicious trail mix. Not not your just off-the-shelf trail mix, like, like connoisseur trail mix. Yeah, and Robert's just trying to be polite. You guys all have all this delicious food, and you offer it to him, and he has a small stomach. He's not a big guy. He's not Fitz. He's not me. Whoa. Hello, hello, Riley. <laughs> Do you have my food bagged up? Because I would like to take it. That way, I don't have to spend as much time with you, and I can move on to other tailgates and get more food. Does he listen to this? He just wants this? to try everybody's food. I am not insulting him. This is exactly his plan. He's written it on our website in the past. That's fair. He's got to try all of the food. He wants to get around and say hi to everyone. Robert's tailgate schedule is in Robert's words, by the way. It is. If you haven't read Robert's words, and I think everyone has read it by now based on the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) It's doing better than a lot of our normal content. No, let's not lie. It's doing better than all of our normal content. It kind of went viral on Facebook. and You people are weird. Yeah. But his schedule's in there. Say hi to Robert. He is a wonderful, wonderful guy. He's wired a little bit differently, but that's why I love him. Does he get on my nerves once in a while? Yes. But he also will say, Tim, I'm here to aggravate you because he knows he aggravates me. I love him. If I was a multimillionaire, I would set him up so he didn't have to worry about a bill the rest of his life. He's a wonderful guy. He's been to every Kansas State football road game since the 70s. I can't remember. I wrote it. I can't remember what it was. It's unbelievable what he's done and how much he loves Kansas State and the amount of time he puts in going to games and going to things. If you see Robert, treat him well, say hi, and, uh, yeah, he's a good dude. That's it, isn't it? That's it. But please, prepackage his food. And if you see me, prepackage food for me, too, because I would like a snack. Because we never know what we're going to get in the press box. I mean, Nickel State is what, the Colonials or the Colonels? Colonels. They're, they're the fr- Colonels. They're, right? But they're from Louisiana, so expect Cajun. Right. Yes, this is how it works. We get whatever food they get better at their home venue. We don't fix the food we're really good at, which would probably be barbecue or steaks or something like that. The food in the press box is a lesser version of what they can eat at home, which I don't understand. So, if it's Cajun spiced, going back to a previous topic, there's a good chance Saturday in the press box I'll be playing on the road.
You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.